What's up, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I am your host, Tyler Dreyer, and this is the very first episode of The Shallow End. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. What's going on with From the Depths podcast? It's still around. Um, I know a lot of other, not a lot of other, but some podcasts um, have, I guess, sub-shows would be the best way to describe them. And, uh, you know, there's not, not every week I'm able to sit down and watch a full-length feature um, for the show. Uh, and plus doing research and recording and, uh, doing very shitty editing for the episode. Um, so this is going to be something that, um, I'm going, I will review like mini series. Uh, I'm not going to do like, you know, a show like Supernatural is the first thing that comes into my head, uh, 15 seasons of that episode by episode. Um, but you know, like short lived series, um, cause you know, I can take 20 to 40 minutes to sit down and watch an episode and do everything. Cause I'm a family man. I work 40 hours a week, you know, I got a house that I need, uh, I, I do my best to keep up. Um, Maggie does, uh, beats me to the punch majority of the time, but yeah. So welcome to the shallow one guys. What'd you think of that? Uh, New little intro, kind of cheesy, but I liked it. Uh, but my first, my first episodes, episodes uh, are going to be about Creepshow. Uh, now it's not again, not the movie from the '80s, which it is one of my favorites, but the Shutter original series Creepshow that uh, Greg Nicotero brought to life. And the first episode with that is, well, if you don't know, if you've never seen the show, um, there's essentially two entries in each episode. And um, my episodes will be each entry of that. So uh, I'm very excited because the first one was Grey Matter, which was a short story by Stephen King originally. And for those of you who don't know me, um, Stephen King is my favorite author of all time, um, probably my favorite writer of all time. And I know how cliche that may sound, but uh, there's been books that I've, I've, I've never been more terrified of uh, that I read growing up. I remember reading Cujo at, a, at some family members, like baseball or softball game, and I had to close it because I was being terrified. Um so yeah, it was originally published in 1973 um, in a magazine, and it was later included in King's uh, short story collection, uh, Night Shift, which came out in 1978. This episode is directed by Greg Nicotero of uh, Walking Dead fame. John Harrison, uh, it was written by Byron Willinger, Philip de Blasi, and Josh Mallerman of Josh Mallerman did Bird Box. Uh, it stars Adrian Barbeau is Dixie. Uh, you may know her from The Fog, and she was in the original Creep Show, and uh, she played in Escape from New York. Uh, and my man Giancarlo Esposito uh, as Doc. Um, he's best known as Gus Frigg from Breaking Bad. We have Tobin Bell as Chief. Uh, if you don't know, I mean, Tobin Bell, Jigsaw, the Saw franchise. Come on now. Uh, we have Christopher Nathan as Timmy. Um, he, he's probably known best from the horror community, from The Outsider, 
which was on HBO this past year. Jesse C. Boyd is uh, Timmy's dad, Richie. Uh, he was in Mindhunter. And Andy Rusk plays the Grey Matter monster. And uh, he's from the Hunger Game franchise. And, you know, I've this is probably my third time watching this episode. And it grows on you. Um, you know, with... Well, before we go into the episode, the the uh, respects and nods and um, homage it plays to the original movie is is awesome. The animatronic creeper looks great. Um, you know, it's kind of got that Tales from the Crypt vibe. And uh, the comic book intros and outros for the episodes are really, really well done. And so, originally this story is... Like I said, from a short story, it was told in the perspective of an older local man uh, while he's sitting around with his friends uh, during a heavy snowstorm. And uh, a, a boy runs into the, the store afraid. Um, this boy is Timmy. And uh, in this uh, and this interpretation, it's during a, uh, a very bad rainstorm, um, a hurricane uh, level four or whatever is, um, coming towards the area. And, uh, we find out Timmy is the son of a widowed man, Rich, uh, who lost his, they, he lost his wife. Uh, and in the book it was due to an accident at work, I believe. Uh, and, but in the, in the show it's undisclosed reasons. Um, you know, and, and Dixie is essentially like worried about Timmy, um, cause how he's acting and, He's always buying beer for his old man. Good old Harrow's Supreme Lager. Um, so the dad essentially becomes a recluse uh, due to depression of losing his wife. And, uh, you know, his his son is essentially stepping up, being the man of the house, taking care of him. And uh, which is always sad to see that um, in real life or or in TV. And, uh... You know, one, I'm going to probably jump back and forth, but, you know, and Timmy is going through of, like, how his dad has changed over the past year, how they were, he was able to keep a roof over the head due to drinking, winning drinking games, and, uh, you know, one of the saddest parts of this whole episode is, uh, sorry, that was my cat, if you heard that, um, is Richie sees his dad, reach into the fridge just stumbling drunk and uh just looks at him so like somberly and is just like i'm gonna quit one day and how many times have anybody that's an addict said that to their loved ones and uh you know never did um but as timmy's telling dixie all this stuff we have doc and chief um essentially doing a wellness check and bringing the beer and while Dixie's ringing it out, she finds like this mucus um, type thing on the on the box. You know, it looks it looks pretty fucking gross. But oh, one thing that's awesome is they talk about like missing pets and everything. And there is a there is like a, a missing cat and dog poster and uh, Cujo and Church. Church and Pet Cemetery make an appearance. I thought that was very cool. And, uh, you know, there's 
they're just nods to King's prior works. Um, I th- I could be wrong. I could get the episode mixed up because I did watch this last night. But I think even the Grady twins um, are on a missing poster in this episode too. So Timmy, you know, and it's it's all mostly all like flashbacks and everything too. So Timmy is explaining to Dixie how you know how his dad's changing and how he's um, there's some type of metamorphosis going on, um, and then how he wants his beer warm, and that's how he wants it. He wants it boiled, which I'm not a big beer person. Um, I drink IPAs, and I just can't imagine boiling piss water to drink. Um, it's not appetizing to me. But uh, And then he comes home, and he's fucking mutating into this thing, and it's the... The special effects on that part, the practical effects on that looked really good. And uh, so when Doc and Chief get there, like, you know, it's, it's, I, I want to say moldy. There's like fungus hanging everywhere. And then you like, you know, obviously they smell something terrible. And back at the store, Timmy's telling Dixie about, you know, how he was hungry and how the beer wasn't working anymore, so hence the missing animals, hence the missing people. Timmy was essentially luring uh, these these animals and creatures or for dinner for for good old dad. And uh, when they get there, they find uh, Doc finds you know bodies in the tub. And, uh, which looks fucking gross. Um, looks like they've been there for a while too. And, you know, then we see, we see the creature and then Doc escapes and, uh, you know, he gets back to the store and essentially Timmy's like, I love my daddy. Uh, I'll do anything for him. So like, he knows what he's doing is wrong, but if that, you know, that's fucked up now that I think about it, like. You know, it's it's an enabler. He's an enabler. Um, And maybe I'm looking too far into it, but, you know, this is a metaphor for addiction in a sense. Uh, But anyway, and I I guess I could be wrong about that, but they go back to the store and, uh, you know, Doc is just like, because Chief's done. Chief's dead. And he's frantic about how, like, you know, he was essentially manipulating, not he was multiplying, um, and uh, Dixie's frantically like on the seeing how long it's gonna take for these things to take over, and in six days, these these toxic mutated creatures are gonna take over the world. And then it pans out in another creep show comic, but uh, you know, like I, as much as I love King, you know, uh, before. Before I get into that, you know, it was this was a pretty faithful adaptation to the original story, and uh, fun fact, this was actually set in the same area as Dreamcatcher in the same universe as it. Um, I thought that was cool because you know all of Sting or King's stories uh, intertwine with each other one way or another. I remember when I was reading uh, Eleven. Fuck. I'm blanking out on the title. The JFK book. Uh, I was really surprised and I said, oh shit out loud when some certain character showed up. And, uh, 
And Grey Matter was probably one of my favorite stories from the Night Shift collection. And, uh, but you know, like, as, as much as I love King's work, because, like, you know, the, and I don't know the budget that, um, you know, these guys got for these episodes. Um, the CG is okay. I mean, it's good for what it is. Um, the practical effects are better. I, I always will say that. And, uh, the, but, and I, I said it on the last episode and I'm, I'm stealing this from Sean from Ella cinema, but there's the older I've gotten, I've realized how hard it is to actually make a truly, truly good adaptation of Stephen King's work. And I'm not saying like all of them are bad, but you know, you have it, which was a miniseries, and then a two-part theatrical release. You have a thousand-page supernatural, multi-dimensional story, and to like it, it, like some of these would be better as an HBO series. Not necessarily like Grey Matter and some of the other works that he has. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling now at that point. But, you know, this was good for what it was. I don't think it could have been any better. It was it was quick and to the point. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was Grey Matter. Um, episode 1, Part 1, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. Because um, the next, and as much as it was probably my favorite short story... After rewatching these, I don't know if it's going to be my favorite episode. I'll tell you what. When I get done with this, I'll make a list. I'll put it on Instagram. And I'll rate my uh, my favorite creep show, creep show episodes. I think that'll be fun. Alright guys, well thank you so much for listening. And uh, again, welcome to the shallow end. I'm very excited to do this. It just is going to help me put more content out. Uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at From the Depths Podcast, uh, Twitter, which I need to use more. I always say that, but it's Depths Pod O H. I'm probably gonna change the name eventually to something not that. Uh, I just wish they gave me more characters to use uh, From the Depths Podcast or From the Depths Pod. Not even that fits. Uh, I have a Facebook. Pretty much whatever's on my Facebook is linked to my Instagram. So. Um, follow me on there. Um, again, thank you for everybody that pre-ordered a shirt. I got those all set out the other day. Um, I'm very excited for you guys to get those. If you do, when you do get it, um, take a picture, share it, I'll post it on your Instagram. Uh, I'll share it and, uh, rate and review iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, spread the word. Um, I appreciate everything you guys have done for me and, uh, doing again, doing this, is just going to help me put on more content for you guys. So should I say we'll see you on the other side? Should I come up with a with a different tagline for this show? I'll figure it out. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.